Hi, this is YJ. Welcome to another episode of Extra in Ordinary that makes you extraordinary. Hey everybody, this is YJ. Welcome back to 2022. It's been a long time. I've been quite um, engrossed in so many things. Um, I had a bit of a transition in a career, so that's obviously been a, a distracting thing. I'm now about to sort of shift back back halfway into tech, so that's a new adventure that I'm on. But the whole reason I popped up today was because I've been reading articles and reading statistics about women coming back into tech or leaving tech or not being represented enough in tech. And... I feel that's quite a shame, really, because it's so very important to me as a woman in tech that more women do stand up and represent, enter and represent. I think we need to understand that when the world is being shaped, the people that get a a say in the way the world is being shaped are those that are actually sitting at the board table, those that are actually part of the conversation those that are in the thick of the technological revolution at the time. And and this is one key reason for me to think that if anything is going to change for women in tech or women in the workplace or women in, in a professional capacity, then we as women need to get on board of trying to strive to get to the highest level, to get to the best seat at the table, to get to the pinnacle of the conversation so that we can contribute and help shift that change. Nothing is going to change for us if we are not part of the change, if we're not creating the change, if we're not instigating the change, if we're not dropping little kind of um, hints to those who are sitting at the table with us that this is the direction to go in. One of the key reasons I got into tech was not only did I have a great passion for tech, that was some, obviously that was a driving force. But I felt tech was one of the few professions at the time I entered that would give me the flexibility to still be a professional and also uh, manage my family responsibilities, my daughter, my husband, my household, my responsibilities of being in a very traditional cultural setting. Tech would allow me to do that. Was I right? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely I was right. I managed to do so many amazing things, but I still managed to balance it with what I was doing in my um, home or in my house or for my family or in my culture. And that was really very important to me, as I think it is for many women, whether they have children or not, whatever setting they're in, they want to still be able to have a life outside the professional settings. And tech then offered that to me, even though it was new. And I mean, um, some of the bosses that I met along the way were so resistant to me doing things slightly differently to everyone else that they took umbrage and they instigated maybe me moving on earlier than I anticipated. But I felt at the time, and I still feel now, that that was their loss. They didn't have that visionary ability, that ability to see that the change was coming, embrace the change before it came and prepare for it. And one of the key factors was a changing work structure for someone like me or an innovative way of working and still being able to meet all my commitments. 
bosses like that I left behind. But guess what? And that's the beauty of life. You get to meet these characters and players and bosses again. And those who have integrity and those who are able to reflect, and reflection is very key in life, those who are able to reflect and look back on what has happened will actually come to you and acknowledge that they made a mistake, acknowledge that, wow, they missed an opportunity. Some will even come back to you and invite you back to work for them. I'm terrible when I leave a place. When I leave, it's because I felt that it's time to leave, to leave and move on. And I try and leave by fulfilling every possible requirement, requirement they have because I know I won't be back. And so if I'm ever invited back, I tend not to take it unless there's something really special there that I want to do. But that's as an aside. But the people who don't, who will, who will resist you, who may think that you're trying to pull a fast one, they're the same people who will come back if they have integrity and if they have a modicum of um, respect for you, will come back and tell you that, yep, you were right. You were ahead of your time. You did, you know, we could have done with you staying and taken us into that new era. So for me, tech really, really opened up a whole new set of opportunities for me as a professional within the working environment and as a woman within the working environment. I actually led some changes that I was really proud of, but I know that if I wasn't good at my job, if I wasn't um, forthright in, in my ability to deal with the CXO level, if I was not honest and if I did not lead by example, then obviously none of this would be able to happen. It wasn't always easy for me. I'd walk into some meetings and I was the only female there and the person I came to meet would be talking to my second, who was a male in tech. But I did not take umbrage and nor did I feel the, the need to change myself to meet their requirements. And I know that's really hard to do when you're the only one there. But sometimes maybe that's what you've got to actually bask in. You've got to bask in the fact that you are a woman. It comes with some pluses. It comes with some negatives. But you are who you are and you should strut that stuff. So going back to the issue at hand, yeah, I would like to see more of us really reach up, really stretch up and pull ourselves up and pull each other up so that we can represent. And it's not for us personally, it may be for the next generation, it may be just opening a crack in the door for a friend or for someone you see, you know, could be really good influence up there. And it's also primarily because it's so very important that in order for there to be a change in the way Men, uh, men perceive women in tech in order to, for there to be a way in the advantages for, of and disadvantages of being a woman in tech, in order for there to be a change in the facilities and the support that they provide, the only way these things are going to change is if we join hands one to another and, and actually pull more women up to board level. Because at the seat, once you're seated at that table, you get a say. There are many things I did during my tech time that I only probably was able to do because I was at that level. I was able to sit at the table. I was able to entice people to listen to me intelligently and, and with a mind to say that she knows her stuff, so let's listen. And not only when people have respect 
for you as a woman who knows her stuff or even as an individual who knows their stuff, they are more willing to bend. They are more willing to listen. They are more willing to make changes they never thought they'd probably make because of those things. And that's what I'd like to see. That's what I'd like to um, help happen. That is the direction I'm going in when I say, women, don't give up. Don't, don't think tech's not for you. It comes in all forms and facets. It comes in different environments, corporate, startup, remote working. There's so much more opportunity in tech for women that you need to, to, to start now, start changing. And if you need any help, reach out. Let's see what we can do together. But seriously, we need a seat at the table to change the conversation. I was so shocked when I read that the big tech companies are having t- trouble recruiting women in tech. And I laughed. These are say- the same big tech companies that if they said you want to send a man to the moon, they can do it. If they said they needed a cloud, which we now have, they produced it. If they said they needed an app to monitor this, that or the other, they would get it done. So you're telling me that all these brain heads, all these um, innovators, creators and um, coders in all these top big tech companies can't simply solve the problem of how to get more women into tech. I think they're unserious, please. I don't mean it as an insult, but I really think they're unserious. I think they're unserious because there are not enough women at that level who are causing them to, who are helping them to see the value that they're missing out on. They are, they are, there are not enough women up there who are helping them to understand that there are simple fixes they can do to achieve their goal. There are not enough women up there to explain what the needs of a woman are and why they might be different from the needs that they provide for a man that would help a woman want to stay longer in the profession. If there were, if there were, this problem would have been solved a long time ago. So ladies, what that's also saying is for any new innovation to thrive and be relevant to every person in society and every woman in society, we need more of us up there taking part in the conversation, pushing the ideas, directing the thought, 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 and directing the conversation. And in no time at all, I'm sure that there'll be more women being in the big tech companies and everywhere else for that matter, boldly, brightly, and brilliantly. So please, And I'm telling this to myself as well because, hey, sometimes it gets tiring trying to push open the doors and get into the board, but I'm capable and so are you. And if I can do some of the most amazing things in my lifetime in tech, and I started well before tech was ever really a big thing in the world, and I'm still here happily seeing it, all this happening before me, then so can you. So can you. You can do it. I can do it. We can do it. Now. Let's get it done. That concludes another episode of Extra In Ordinary, Leading to Extraordinary. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed this, please subscribe for our future podcasts. Bye. Have a great week.